1: Welcome back to a Celtic State of Mind. I'm Paul John Dykes. And this evening, I am delighted to be joined by Kevin McCluskey, where we will be discussing Celtic's first outing in the Scottish Cup this season, Kevin, where we comfortably beat Bucky Thistle 5-0. And David Boyle reminds us, Rocco Vata got on the score sheet. Um, That's one of the talking points. And as you brought it up, David, that means we can talk about it. Yes, I thought uh, it was phenomenal for the youngster. Uh, Obviously, you know not only him, but uh, Daniel Kelly making his debut. He had a wee chance as well. Great great opportunity to get uh, a couple of young guys in. What has changed when it comes to Rocco Vata? We'll start off with goal number five. We'll work our way through all the goals and everything else. But what's changed, Kevin? Because he's a guy who's not had a sniff this season under Brennan Rogers. Um, Contrary to some popular belief, he has not been offered and knocked back a contract, a contract by Celtic never been offered one Um, and obviously there's been chat around a number of clubs being interested most notably from Italy and then in the last 48 hours we're hearing that Celtic may be prepared to sit down and and have contract talks with the 18-year-old. Where are we with Rocco? Is is there a a glimmer of hope that he's going to stay at the club?
0: Um, You'd like to hope so and now that he's back in in the, the first-team fray, But it seems a really strange one. Like we were saying before the game, right? last season he's knocking on the door a wee bit. He seems to be... He's in Angie's plans anyway towards the end of last season. So you'd think if Van stays, he kicks on this season. Obviously, the big man leaves. But you'd like to think that Vat has shown enough quality that he's... Uh, which is the word that Rogers is always looking for. He's shown enough promise in the games last season that he was someone we should have around the first-team squad. And even if he wasn't going to play that much this season, I think would shown enough that there's a decent player there that you'd extend the contract at least by a year, maybe to keep him until he's 20 and try and develop him as a player. So it seemed quite strange that we hadn't done anything like that. We hadn't been proactive in getting him in on a contract. So obviously then this is when the speculation comes in, isn't it? And everybody starts to to wonder about what's going on. Is there a fallout between the two? Does Rodgers just, just no rate him? Why is he not been involved? I don't think we've done ourselves any favours with this whole situation. We should have come out really one way or the other. We want to keep the player, so we'll give him a contract or we'll at least make him the offer. If we don't want to keep the player. We'll allow him to talk to, to clubs and it seems as if it was the second, which is that it would have gone down. I don't know what's happened to change that that mindset inside the club, but listen, he looks like he's a good player. There's a a prospect in there. If we can keep him down for another couple of seasons, if he doesn't make it, he doesn't make it. But we at least need to give him the chance to make it with us, especially when the boy that set the goal up for him, Mikey Johnson, has had seven years of chances. So, you know, I, I don't know what's going on, but whatever it is, I would like to hope that we can have a positive resolution where we get Rocco Vatta on a two three year contract and give him the thing to develop with us and by the way yeah great to see him score you love to see an academy graduate a real proper academy yeah. graduate come through and get a goal and get his first goal at Celtic Park there maybe wasn't that many people there but that's the moment that I'll live with him forever so well done yeah. Rocco
1: absolutely and listen uh, tongue-in-cheek to a degree because I know I bang on about the player all the time and I get stuck for it in the comments, which is all very well-natured, Kev. But I'm all always of the view and it's not because I'm um, steeped in nostalgia. I know the game's changed, right? But we still pump in uh, a massive amount of money every single year into our youth academy and we're not producing enough players for Celtic. Now, there's a whole host of players, and I've said this before, there's going to be a show at some point in the future where we go down the list of guys who have come through the academy never kicked a ball for Celtic or maybe had a couple of minutes like Dembele and they've gone away, where are they now? There's so many of them. They've gone to Bayern Munich and Liverpool, Blackburn Rovers and all over the place. And um, I just don't want the cream of our crop to go. And and I've heard loads of people saying, listen, Brendan Rodgers sees him on a daily basis. There's a reason he's not playing. But I just think when you're looking at a young guy's trajectory and they're playing um, the same kind of level of football that Bucky Thistle inhabit, you know, 50 or Scottish football, and that's all he can do is excel there. And excel he is. Every single time he is moving up the ranks in terms of underage, the international level, Kevin, he's excelling. Every challenge that's put in his way, he's doing well. Now, last season, underage for Chicago, gets four appearances. Every game that he played, we covered it. I thought he did what you would expect a 17-year-old to do. And in one uh, occasion, I thought he was one of our most dangerous attackers. He flighted in two or three of the most dangerous balls that we saw in the afternoon. And it was a poor performance that afternoon. That was a big, old, it, that big, big, comes
0: big goal. Big goal was trying
1: his hardest. Yeah, and the, the thing for me with Vata is, like you say, let's see what he can do. Now, Bucky Thistle's the, the same kind of standard in terms of league and uh, tier within the pyramid system as Celtic B. So he's used to, you know, performing against that level of opposition. And you want him to follow it up, hopefully retain his spot in the squad for Ross County, maybe get some minutes in that game. And whatever has gone on before, be it some kind of impasse with a contract or, you know, who knows? um, Maybe the line is drawn. You get an opportunity. And if he's still at Celtic come the 1st of February, I'll be delighted. And people think it's favouritism, because obviously we've had some dealings with his old fella, uh, Rudy. Um, Rudy played uh, in the St Rocks game he used to play for the, the old boys that Celtic uh, Axon sponsored a number of games a dozen games or something um, so you get to know um, these these guys pretty well and I, I do want him to do well because he's a Celtic graduate and I want all the graduates to do well. But yeah, brilliant. We've spent the first uh, six and a half minutes talking about uh, Vata. Uh, if anybody's got any complaints, please refer to the original commenter and put your complaints his way. There might be some complaints tomorrow though, Kevin, because Jerry Taylor promised that if we didn't score eight goals, he was going to do the show in his scants. Um, I gave him a get out during the game because we had four goals chopped off, which was quite bizarre. You know, when we look back on the game, we win the game five nothing. But all of the four, I reckon two of them should have stood. Personally, I thought I thought uh, two two of the goals should have counted, in my opinion. I think Abaddon's and Taylor's goals were very harshly cut off. So I said to uh, Jerry, if we score six goals and we win six nothing, I'll give you it because the other two goals should have counted. But we didn't score the six. So unfortunately, Jerry I see unfortunately Jerry's Wi Fi might be playing up tomorrow or something like that, Kevin.
0: I, I can imagine there might be a, an isolated incident In Ayrshire Or wherever it is he is these storms uh, That's
1: what it comes down to Doesn't it?
0: Exactly He's got I don't affect affect storm, that Storms
1: don't affect Wi-Fi yeah, Anyway I'm throwing it out there
0: <laughs> uh, Well Let's see if he's a bigger man Than me If he, he doesn't not oh, for that uh, uh, Thank you uh, Because I would be looking For any excuse To not do it um, and hey fair, fair play to you for giving him an out because I'm not giving him one he, he said it's in some print it's in black and white if we don't win by eight goals then he's going to do it right. didn't he win by eight goals he was looking goals? at the wording he was looking
1: at the wording he was hoping it he was He don't I'm
0: score eight goals um, no he's, you're he's, right lawyers looking at it just now to see if there's any way that he can get out of it but yeah there's There's not, it was,
1: m- You're doing it a- was mainly solidarity against the VAR system. That's the reason I gave him an out. Stephen Sloan, I hope all the Celtic and Bucky fans get home safe and sound. Yeah, Big warnings coming up on the, the big screens, uh, telling everybody about the situation with the the uh, transport. William Motul, Paul John will be loving Vata's goal. Uh, what was he booked for? Exactly. I'll tell you one thing. Last word about Vata. Yes, I am enjoying the fact that he scored. Um, he looks as though he's filled out a bit since last season, Kev. He does, and I know he's at that age where if you don't see yeah. him for six months, you, you actually notice it, but he does look as though physically he's bulked up a bit.
0: He does. Um, his last season when he came on, he, he said he was doing the things he expects a 17-year-old winger to do. So he was raw and he was trying to take his man on and, and hit the byline, but there were a few times where he would be getting out muscled in a challenge. And then when you see him come on there, he does, he looks He looks broader in the shoulders, he looks like he can, ha- can handle himself a wee bit more. He was even playing as the centre-forward for a wee bit when he comes on. if I think he played the full time he was on as the, the centre-forward. And you've got to be physical to do that. So, you know, maybe there was a reason that Brendan wasn't playing her and he's just never come public with it, which was, I'm building him up in the background. He needs to be a more physical player for me. I'm going to give him the first six, seven months of my reign to become more physical and show what he can do. And maybe that's all it is. But then that's communication from the club side that needs to be improved to let us know what we're actually doing to develop the young boy but he did look quite strong and same even with the daniel Daniel kelly even he um he looked like quite a big laddie physically he can handle himself and that's something that for all the young players that have come through in the recent years and you'll go back it's maybe not so recent but you're going back to again mcgiri maloney McGear, guys like that, good technical players, but all quite slight. Mm. We've never really had that physical player coming through from the youth team. And maybe that's just something that we're going to start doing now, looking be a wee bit more at. Um, so, yeah, maybe that's something that will stand him in good stead and help him to get a, a bit more first team exposure, like you spoke about earlier.
1: Yeah, I remember the the young guy, uh, Jack Aitchison, came on and um, yeah. he became Celtic's youngest ever goal scorer at the time um, when he came on to the, the final game I think under Ronnie Tyler if I remember right he scores a goal that's right
0: 0 um, against Motherwell
1: yeah, yeah. And, and he was a, a kind of small player as well um, but again at that age you remember the transformation of Kieran Tierney Tierney came in largely the same kind of skinny laddie um, but very quickly built up to a, a bit of a machine a bit of a unit um, and there is there is a lot to be said that even though you know, you're a full-time footballer, you're training every day, um, the physical demands, just to step into the first team are huge. And then uh, depending on how things go, I, I think Montgomery has also shown that. But again, it is natural. It's absolutely natural. So yeah, brilliant for Vata. The fourth goal, um, I'm going to bring this up because I remember at halftime we were talking um, about the amount of stick Palmer was getting in the comments. I mean, it's just a fact he was getting loads of stick in the comments. Uh, the, the wee green man comes in to say we need another winger, Palmer, as a sand dancer. I'm working my way back from the goals uh, because we started with Vata. The fourth goal, um first five minutes of the second half, Palmer scores it and he shows Kevin the technical ability. And that's the why that's why he's in the team. It, it, I just think, yeah, we've spoken about his inconsistency. I've chipped in there and said he's a bit undisciplined, although might not have seen that in the last few games actually, where he's picking up Daft Bookings. We know that he's not great defensively, and we know that he's pretty one-dimensional, but he does have the quality, Kiff. And when it comes off, I know the opposition was was Bucky, but when it comes off, he's not just done it against Bucky this season, he's done it against top-class opposition, and he's done it today.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's done it in the Champions League level for us. So he's clearly a player that's got ability. And I think... One of the last things we said about him in the half-time show was about how frustrating he is. And he, he could put in a, the performance that he did in that first half where he just frustrates the hell out of you. And he's not getting the better of a, a fifth-tier Bucky dussel fullback, Or he can score a couple of goals in the second half. Now, he only got one, but it was, you know, that's the type of player he is. He will frustrate the hell out of you. He'll not beat his man. And he can do that for a full game but he's got that in him that he can cut inside and he can get the goal. It's ironic in a way, I think that's the right word to use, that the thing we were having a go at him for was always cutting in from the left-hand side onto his right foot, and it was too predictable. Then he does it on the other side and scores. He's that player, we're just going to have to get used to that with him. I think over the the length of time he's going to be with us, he will be inconsistent, but he will bring us moments of magic. And although this was only Bucky Thistle, it's still a really good goal what his long-term future is for us though depends on how he's uh, you know, as he said before, what his mentality is like and how much he's prepared to develop his own game to sit in with us but he's, he's a poor first half, he wasn't great in the second but he scored a goal and you just know that he's got that in him for every single game, almost regardless of the opposition that's almost the type of performance you are going to get from him
1: I think that when we talk about a player like David Turnbull, I know it's a different position. We talk about him being able to you know, tear up the the, the game plan and score a goal at nothing. And we've often spoken about how, uh, in many ways, that's why he's still at the club. I mean, he didn't get any minutes today, Kevin. And I think, I don't know if he's got a, a future at Celtic. I don't think he's got a long-term future. I don't know if he's got one beyond this January window. We'll just need to wait and see. Think if, a, if an offer comes in and it suits him and the club, he's, he's off but uh, what he does have in his locker, and this is why the data, um, in terms of some of the metrics, looks so good when it comes to goal creation. Turnbull's got it, Palmer's got it. Uh, but there's, there are some players, even in the modern game, Kevin, where it's worth some of the kind of lesser abilities, uh, i.e. the defensive qualities, or maybe... He plays so many crosses into the box that um, the vast majority of them are, are are ineffective. But when he does get it right, like the outside of the boot against Aberdeen, it's a sensational pass. Um, sometimes it's worth living with. And I think Palmer. When you look at the um, the summer transfer window, for me, he has been the the best player. A lot of people might think he's not up against much. To be fair, but I think he has been uh, the best signing of that summer. He still needs the the gaffer to refine some of the elements of his play. And once he does that, then he steps up a level. But we've seen it. We've seen it with, with a number of players, um, you know, stepping their levels up because they're playing under the right, the right manager. And I think Palma does get a lot of stick. Uh, I wouldn't go as far to say he's a whipping boy. What is he on now? Nine assists, six goals uh, from, from the winger. Brilliant. You know, if you're just going to look at that. But there's other elements in his game that he must improve on. But I'm sure he will. So I'm looking at some of these comments. Really key to hear your thoughts, every single one of you. Let's bring it in. Frank Brennan, the club and or Rogers do not have to give us a running commentary on what younger players are doing or not during, uh, doing, for goodness sake. Well, Frank, you're right. Um, and I can't actually remember this season during any of the press events, Rogers being asked the question, to be fair. Um so I think maybe fan media are far more interested than maybe the mainstream, Kev, when it comes to uh, the nuances of, of youth development and what's happening with Rockovata. So maybe it should be done to guys like us when we're in the press conferences to ask a question. Well, and um, we, might, I mean, we might get a wee bit more information.
0: Maybe, but I would counter Frank's point of view then and think that, and yeah, maybe you're right. It is it is up to us as the fan media to ask those questions because I am interested in the youth development side of this club. I am interested in seeing young players come through the ranks and make it in the first team. I mean, you see that there's a player there like Vata that's got real potential about him. I think we've got every right to know what the what the club sees as his future. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's our club, they're our players. We want to know how they're getting on. We also sit in these podcasts and we can discuss and talk about the youth system. And Like we've mentioned, the amount of money that gets pumped into it and the return from it, it's nothing. We don't get anything back from it. If it wasn't for Kieran Tierney, then, and I think John Hughes has made this point numerous times, if it wasn't for selling Kieran Tierney for the money we did, then the Youth Academy would be running at a loss year on year because we're not producing the players. And I think as fans, we've got every right to question that and find out why. You know, why why is the youth team not producing first team players for us? And if we have got a player that's got the potential to be one, can we get an update on his progress? Can we find out, you know, where he's at? When will he be a first team ready player? I think we've got every right to know. Sorry, Frank, <laughs> I just I'm pretty passionate about that one to be fair. The thing is, I would
1: you know, I would ask the question. Uh, largely when it comes to the press events, there are people within the axrom team who are in the team for experience normally, Kev, and it's uh, normally journalistic uh, students. And uh, they are given the first dibs on these types of events for that very reason, to give them the experience uh, and the insight and in how the whole thing works. Um, if, I, if it was me, and, and they're never ever, you know, we never gear any questions towards them. They do as they please, because it's all about learning as a, as a student. Um, but, you know, if I was in there, I would be interested. Absolutely, I'd be interested. I, I can remember... Kieran Tierney, um, Aidan McGeady made us big money. I don't think uh, there's been loads of players made us a couple of million here or there because even Maloney, the transfer fee wasn't massive because of the contract situation. So when he went to Villa, it was I think we only got about one and a half for him initially. Uh,
0: so, about a million
1: and a half for him, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you've got guys like Steve McManus and uh, you know players that have come through the ranks and you have sold them and you have made money off them and you can accumulate that amount. But over the piece, as you say, the big sale of Kieran Tierney has, has washed its face, if you like. Uh, but it's something, and it shouldn't be merely down to transfer fees because you look at the the service, the games, the successes that we've had from the guys in this current team, like James Forrest, Callum McGregor, Tony Ralston, Stephen Welsh, Mikey Johnson, he's played for successful Celtic teams. The appearances that they put in, that all came from the academy. So it's not like nothing's coming out of it, Kev. It just seems as though we've almost skipped a generation we've almost skipped where where are our 20 and 21 year old guys in the team they're not there so when a a boy like Vata comes through I want him to do um, really really well and I'm delighted for him um, and his family uh, tonight so who's into the next round Celtic certainly are Aberdeen won on Friday night it was against Clyde they won 2-0 potential banana skin everybody was going back to that uh, infamous game against Celtic obviously where uh, Clyde beat us Um, Rangers are through having beat uh, Dumbarton 4-1 St Mirren against Queen of the South they got through with a single goal Quan apparently performed pretty well Partick Thistle they beat Ross County which uh, Derek Adams was delighted about after the game he's turning into one of the characters you would love to have seen vintage only an excuse getting their hands on Uh, Motherwell 3 Alawa 1 Adam Montgomery played and uh, I think he got two assists in that game as well. Livingston 2-1 against Wraith Rovers. That was like a decent win, actually, for Livy, because Wraith Rovers have done really well this season. Kilmarnock beat Dundee 2-0. Inverness beat Broomhill 4-0. Morton beat Montrose 2-0. Um, Hibbs are through, having beat 4 for 1-0. We've got Bonnie Rick, rose 2-1 against Falkirk. I want Bonnie Rick, rose in the next round. Um, ayr United beat Kelty 3-0. Airdrie beat St Johnstone 1-0 and Hearts beat the Spartans 2-1 great to see Craig Gordon back in action as well Kev who do you want in the next round mate I- I'm being serious I want Bonnie Gross I know
0: between McRenny in the commentary that would be class imagine that yeah yeah. so yeah. alright take take them or uh, let's get the, the conspiracy theorists really going for it and we'll get the winners of either Brora Rangers or Cove Rangers just playing on Tuesday night I believe the final we'll get that one and then we'll get another Highland League team and we'll get everybody up in arms at that.
1: Well, there is that thing around, um, you know, playing teams that's almost like a new experience. I know there was the game in 1989 that we spoke about the other day where Celtic, it was a centenary match and Celtic beat Bucky Thistle 3 0. Uh, Two goals by the late, great Tommy Burns and a a goal by Derek, uh, Derek White. As it was at the time, and uh, decent Celtic side went out there and they won three 0 Bonnie, Rig Rose, yes, it would be coming full circle, particularly if the game was covered by BBC and Amy Canavan was on the mic. I thought I think that would be absolutely phenomenal if uh, that was to happen. But we'll wait and see. It's tonight, isn't it? Someone in the comments said seven fifteen. Someone else said eight fifteen. It's certainly tonight. The Scottish Cup draw for the next round, Kev, and uh, I would like to see us getting the rose.
0: Aye, why not? Let's stick our nails in the the master that one. That would be a good one. I say, Amy and James being the double act and the co-coms, cool that would be nice. Aye, absolutely. Now more comments coming in. back as M- well. Sorry, get feedback on it with, with James as well. What do you Me get back? from the the Subox game?
1: That's right. Aye, absolutely. He done a good job there with JP in the Sun Ross game. Monkey seven seven seven, no monetization tomorrow for Axon, as Jerry is in his wise, and that will be against the code of conduct. Everybody's code of conduct. <laughs> yeah. Um I did share with him some pictures of uh, Celtic related individuals in their wise, one being uh, a young Charlie Nicholas, uh who's uh smugglers. So we'll need to wait and see what goes on tomorrow and if there's an issue with the Wi Fi, Kevin. Just keep your composure, mate. Thomas Burns. Well done to every supporter who went to the game in those conditions, get home safe. You're right. Before we get into the other goals, right? We've spoken about Palma and Vata's goal goals. Um would you agree with me that of the four chopped off, we probably um were hard done by on tourum, mm-hmm. Kevin? I, I reckon Greg Taylor and Leela Bada were hard done by. Yeah, Greg Taylor's one for
0: sure. I don't I don't think there's any offside on that one. It took them long enough to come up with some sort of still image. And then I think it's Taylor's left armpit that was offside. So if there was anything, I think that's really harsh. Um a bad as I probably need to see it again. But again, I think it was really, really tight. Um, so if he it, if it was offside, it's a borderline one, but because it helped Jerry you know, get his eight goals, I'm all right with it. Um, but yeah, I think those two were pretty close. Either way, the other two were, you know, they were offside. But yeah, those two, you could, you could look at them again, and it's going to go either way.
1: I've got a point coming in here. If uh, Owen Beck comes on for Liverpool, then he can't come to Celtic on loan, says Celtic Mad, and then that is yeah. followed up by saying he has just come on for Liverpool. Is that the rules? Is it three in a, a calendar year? You cannot play for three different clubs. You can't have your registration yeah. transferred that often. Uh,
0: Three clubs in the same season I think it is So uh, If he goes anywhere It's back up to Dundee So
1: Right okay I'm going to just throw you under the bus here Could he sign for Celtic And get loaned out to Dundee Probably Is it registrations with three different teams Or is it playing with three different teams I
0: think it's playing with three different teams What would be the point Really yeah What would be the point We we could sign them And not register them as a player I guess don't know, but um, aye. But what would be the point? Just let Liverpool loan them to Dundee, and then we would have a pre-contractor, you no, know, a pre-agreement to sign them in the summer. Be the only thing we yeah. could do. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I mean, it's one of the ones we'll we'll deal with. I'm pretty sure there'll be more than one person on the shortlist. Um, so the third goal scored by Kyogo Kyogo. Where, where do you be... get
0: that confidence from, Paul? <laughs> Oh well, have, we'll, have, we'll, have, we'll, have, we'll, have, we'll have somebody else on the shortlist. Of
1: course, we will. Yeah, <laughs> there will be. Um, you've got to, You've got to be positive. Got to be positive. Um, put us 3-0 up, Kev, and he's a player this season who, yeah, he has been in amongst the goals. Of course, he has, but he's come under a wee bit of uh, flack because of the um, the lulls in the goal-scoring stakes. But again, we've kind of stood up for him as much as we can with regards to the the um the lack of service that he's been getting. Uh quite a few comments coming through talking about uh the understanding that he seems to have with a bader. I thought a did okay today. And uh I think Yogo and him do have a good understanding. I think they do.
0: Um throughout that first half you could just see it that they were clicking again. Um every time a got the ball, if it wasn't a first time pass, it was an early pass and he was just trying to play it into that near post or that, you know, first front half of the goal area where Kyogo wants to attack every single time. It was a bit like watching last season or the season before. So as much as Kyogo a great striker and he can score different types of goals, there's a style of play that he thrives on and it's getting the balls into that area and Abada was doing it. Um, if we can keep Abada, beyond the end of this season, also uh, beyond January, which I'll, I'm thinking we will because I don't, I can't see there have been any rumours that he is leaving or anyone shown an interest. So if he stays for the rest of the season, I think those two will thrive as they go on. And hopefully, you know, a bad ass of the mind that he wants to stay at Celtic beyond the end of the season. I would love for that to be the case because I think he's a player that's got such a, a high ceiling in terms of his ability. And because of injuries we haven't been able to see him reach that with us. I think there's a there's a real there's a top level player in there. Uh, if we can get another season out of him, another season of him linking up with Kyogo, then that's a great prospect to have. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that
1: um, we've seen what he can do, but I, I still think he's kind of bubbling under his own uh, level, if you like. you know, sometimes I think that under and in the second season. Uh, yeah, he played in. He featured in most games, Kev, but he wasn't a first pick. He didn't start the games that he did in the first season. You look at his figures, the goals, the goal contributions. Um, some people within the Axon team reckon that you know he would be better through the middle rather than as a winger. Um, he likes to kind of run at the defense from the wing, if you like, not hitting the byline, but actually run more centrally from the wing. He ghosts in. Uh, the goal that he scores today, he goes in at the back. He's brilliant at that. Um, and for me, he's a player Just that... that about that? There definitely is, yeah. yeah. Uh, and mm-hmm. I, I think that he loves it. He loves it against him. Um, Abada, for me, if he was to stay, he would thrive under Brennan Rodgers. And yeah. the fact that we brought in a player um, in January who plays on the wing, there, there's far more wingers ahead of Abada, if you ask me, for the exit door. I'd keep a badder. He's quality. I'd do everything I can. But I've said in the past that it comes down to the player's happiness. And if the player is unhappy for any reason, then it changes my mind on him. But he, he went out there today. I thought we'd seen enough of a badder. Uh, quite a few comments coming in in relation to home that I'm going to bring up as well, who scored, obviously, the second goal. I certainly never wrote him off today. Franny in the corner. Uh glad my home city team won, but extremely proud in my local club Bucky. Made a great account of themselves. I think they did. I, I do, I think they did. Um, and we hope that the Bucky fans get home safe, says Northampton Tim. Maestro 95 comes in to say home for me as a project player and shows potential for the future. I agree with that. Uh Cell 88 I didn't think home looked good enough to be challenging for a spot on the team. So Two ends of the scale there on the home um, argument or discussion. He scores the second goal. I've liked him since he came to the club. I think we've seen potential. We've seen flashes in in home. Um, There's been a bit of illness in recent times. He's not been in the squads. He obviously got that sending off in match day one in the Champions League, which wasn't ideal for him as a player or us for a team. Um, But him and Yang, for me, I think have shown enough, Kev, that they definitely are guys for the future. They're going to be coming in when available, of course. Yang, for anyone who didn't know, was at the Asian Cup. When available, they'll they'll come into the the team, they'll come off the bench, they'll play in games like today, um, and that will build up their experience. For me, they're not ready for the first team as regular starters, but I think they've shown enough that they're decent squad players at the moment, and if they continue with their development in six or 12 months' time, they may well be pushing for starting jerseys.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I'll go back to the point uh, well, the discussion on Abada as well. Quickly, first, just it, one of my biggest disappointments for the season up till now is the fact that he's been injured for so long. Because I reckon if he'd had this six months injury free under Brendan Rodgers, we would see uh, would see a, a different Abada, someone that's really hitting that potential that he's got. So this is another reason why I hope his uh, his personal state and his happiness that the club is is real, that he does want to stay here because I can imagine him getting a full six months or a year under Rodgers and he will become an absolutely top top player and I think he does have the ability to play through the middle if we need to, but I really hope that we sign another striker and we don't use him as a, we've got a badder, we don't need another centre forward. Um, But I think he's a top top player in the making for sure. Odin I think it's another one. He's he got in him everything he needs to become a top centre midfielder. The thing he just needs now is the games and the consistency in his performances. He played something like sixty or seventy games for Valarenga before we signed him, and he's only what is he nineteen or twenty something like that. So he's he's clearly a young player with ability with potential. I don't think he's ready to be a first team starter for us just yet. But there's, a, there's definitely, for me, there's a, a future first-team player in there. Um, and Yang's fairly similar, I think. you know I think he's shown in flashes that, as um, one of the commenters put up before, I think it might have been, even have been at half-time about Yang, he's got something about him where he just likes to take on players, he likes to hit the byline, he's aggressive and he's attacking play. And he actually is decent at doing the tracking back as well. He's just one that really needs to adapt from coming from the Korean League Scotland but I think with the two of them I think we've got good players I think guys like those two will make us look back on this transfer summer transfer window in 12 to 18 months time and go it wasn't that bad after all was it because there will be more players that will make the grade over time but it still is a bad transfer, it was a bad transfer window because we didn't get the first team ready players coming in so like, I'm not trying to justify it or anything but over time, it will become a good one, because those guys will come in. What I'd love to see us do and uh, this is another podcast, I'm sure, is we need to have some sort of development plan for those boys. We need to have a proper B team in place that's playing at a higher level than the fifth tier of Scottish football. Because somebody like Odenholm is too good to not play every week, but not good enough to play for us every week. So he needs to go out and loan somewhere, or we need to have a competitive... Second team that he can be involved in. But I'm sure he will become a good player. And I thought, sorry, I'm sure he will become a key player for us in time. And I thought he liked, had a pretty good game
1: today. You know, you're talking about the uh, the summer transfer window. Kaiser comes in there to talk about someone else and Bernardo at the interchange in midfield with Bernardo O'Reilly and home. It was fantastic with home sitting deep in the Calmac role. And it did seem to work. There was a good balance in there. But you brought up Bernardo. He is obviously the guy who opened the scoring today. And if you look at his last four games in a Celtic jersey, Kev, he gets a goal against uh, Dundee, a goal against Rangers, two assists, against St Mirren and a goal today. And I think he's played well in the last five games. But what he's shown us is something that I don't think we've seen prior to those five games in terms of the offensive ability. He's obviously in amongst the goal creation now. Uh, and he's completely changed my mind about him. Not based on his performance today against Bucky Fissile, but that one of games... He has changed my mind about him. And I think that we definitely need to be looking at uh, what we need to do to keep him um, as a as a permanent player at Celtic. And I know that it's five games, right? Uh, purple, patch, flash in the pan. I get it. He needs to continue doing it for the rest of the season. And thankfully, we've got him until then um, on the loan deal, on the point you made about Abada. I don't think Brennan Rodgers will be happy to come out of this transfer window without a new striker, Kev. But what Abada does for me is we've got plenty of winners. And it gives me a wee bit of confidence that he can be a backup if necessary. I wouldn't go into this transfer window with that as my plan, you know, not to sign a striker, just run with Kyogo and O. Um, I I want a third striker in, absolutely do. I've been saying it all season. But if we don't get one in, I'm looking at a bad and I'm thinking, right, we've got really good cover left and right on the wings. Maybe that's your secondary position.
0: Yeah, and he wouldn't be a bad option for that but yeah, we should absolutely be going hell for leather to get another centre-forward in. Because it was mentioned a few times during the commentary and we've mentioned it you know, more times than I can care to remember in these shows that we've only got Kyogo and O. If one of them gets injured, you're down to one centre-forward. Like, Recognise centre-forward. Yes, Maida can play there if we need to. Abada can play there if we need to. They're good options to have, but not long-term. You know, it's, good, it's good that they do have a secondary position, but long-term for our club league, we even if we're only playing one centre forward per game, we should have three that are good enough to start for us because that's the competition for places that we need and it reduces that risk of if one is out, then you're down to the bare bones.
1: There's a couple of good points I'm going to finish off with. The first one, Tommy Gallagher, when was the last time, if ever, three Irish players played together on a Celtic team? Well, it has happened before, because Chris Morris, Pat Bourne, and Mick McCarthy uh, all played in that phenomenal centenary side, and they were all Irish caps. And, of course, today we've had Mikey Johnson, Liam Scales and uh, Rocco Vata, who isn't yet a full international, but he has won international honours right up to the 21s. So, yeah,
0: good shout, Tommy. Good shout. But I think it M- probably... McGeady. the season. McGee Day, O'Day. Robbie Keane. I had someone else. Robbie Keane. That was the one. Yeah. But who yeah. you got? Robbie Keane, McGeady and who else? Darren O'Day.
1: Oh, good shout. Good shout. Robbie. Young man. Aye, I like it. Did they all play as full internationals in the Celtic team? That's a wee bit of trivia. And I'm pretty sure a start we'll can one. tell us at some point if it's the case. If not... When was it? Was it as far back as the centenary season? John Boy, 1888. You can get me on pauljohndykes at gmail.com. And uh, I look forward to receiving your email. Thanks very much for that, John. Listen, thank you, everybody, for getting involved. It's been a really enjoyable day back at the uh, the, the kind of match day stuff. Uh, You get used to seeing Kevin and I. Kevin, when available, does join me for most of the matches. And it's always an absolute pleasure. Uh, thanks everybody for getting involved, like the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already, hit the notifications bell, you'll be told when new content is being added to the channel and uh, we'll keep you updated with everything else that we're up to because there is a lot happening at the moment behind the scenes Um, all that's left for me to say is go enjoy your night, stay safe in that terrible weather and Kevin McCluskey, thank you for joining me on A Celtic State of Mind cast network